Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I am so excited that you're here. We have a really prevalent topic today. This is actually a conversation that has come up for me with my clients on Instagram at least four or five times in the last couple of weeks. So I know that that is my sign that I need to take this to a larger platform and have a discussion around it, especially when this is a topic that I think can become really sneaky and eat away at your confidence, make you feel like you're maybe not as successful as you actually are. And it kind of keeps us in this loop of constantly overworking, constantly overextending ourselves, not putting in boundaries that we need to put in in order to protect our time, energy, and sanity. So I'm really pumped to be talking all about how you can actually stay more consistent today. Today I'll be sharing six reasons that you might be having trouble staying consistent. This is going to be really relevant to you if you are a business owner. Even if you don't own a business, you're going to see a lot of benefit from this conversation as well. I think most of us, you know, we went through school and there was just kind of this expectation that you just do a lot of things all the time. And then you grow up and you become adult and you have all of this free range to make decisions and decide when you want to do things, when you don't want to do things. And all of a sudden it gets a little bit harder to get things done sometimes. So we're going to we're going to dissect all of this today. We're going to talk all about it. But first, I want to give you some updates really exciting news. Holy shit. I can't believe it. Today's the day. Enrollment is officially open to the waitlist for scale. If you're on the waitlist, be sure to check your inbox. You've been sent an email with a link to the application. I'm so excited about this program. Oh my god. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I've been talking all things group programs and scale is my group experience that will teach you how to create launch, market, and sell out your next group program. So if you're a business owner looking to create a group program in the next six months, this is the program for you. I'm going to teach you everything I know. I have run many, many group programs. I've made over $200,000 in revenue from group programs in the last two years combined. Groups are my happy place. I fucking love creating communities, bringing people together, being able to collapse timelines on people's accelerated growth inside of these containers. And I cannot wait to teach you everything I know about creating the most kick-ass group program. So let's talk about this a little bit. What does this actually include? So not only will you get weekly support from me for 10 weeks, yep, 10 weeks straight, we're going to be spending a bunch of time together. This is going to be a small, intimate group So no more than 12 people. If there are 12 people in the group, I'll be splitting the calls up into two different groups. So six people per group. And we're going to talk all about creating your offer. So this is a ton of brainstorming, creating the outline. A lot of people really struggle with this. They struggle with these big picture. How do I actually 
teach people things that they want to know? How do I take what I've taught my one-on-one clients and make it applicable to a bigger, larger group? How do I make sure that everybody's taken care of and that this information is actually individualized to people that are in this setting? So we're going to go over all of that. We're going to teach you all about market research, market resonance, and making sure that your offer is actually something that people are interested in. I know I've said this before, but you could have the best fucking offer in the world, but if nobody actually wants it, it doesn't matter. So I'm going to teach you exactly how to figure out what it is that people want from you so that you can implement that into your curriculum and your marketing. We're going to go into how to effectively talk about your offer so that people actually get it and they actually want to join. I've seen this time and time again. Many of my clients have had incredible offers and I know that they get people really great transformations and results. But the way that they're talking about it, it just isn't resonating. People aren't quite getting it. It's not really translating. So I'm going to teach you how to talk about your offer in a way that people truly get it and they can't wait to step into that container with you. We're going to talk all about pricing, formatting your offer. Do you want to do weekly calls every other week? What type of support would you like to provide? There are so many different models of group programs out there that you can run, but we're going to find the exact right one for you. I know pricing comes up a lot with people. They have no clue what to charge for a group program. I see this a lot. Unfortunately, people typically tend to charge way too little for a group program. People stop showing up inside the calls. They don't get the results and transformations that they're looking for. It doesn't end up being the group program that the business owner wanted to run. We're going to help you avoid all of that. I know a lot of business owners are also really worried about the what if no one joins. I know I've gotten this question a lot. I see this a lot with people is just that underlying fear of like, holy shit, what if I put this thing out and nobody joins? Don't worry, I'm going to teach you exactly how to launch your offer in a way that is irresistible for your audience, how to warm up your audience for the launch, what types of content you need to be creating, how to position yourself as the expert and the authority in your niche how to create a beautiful sales page with all of the information that people are going to want to know about your offer so that you don't have to be the middleman for people asking you questions. You have a beautiful page just written out that people can visit. Launching is an incredibly important part of this process. A lot of business owners don't feel comfortable or confident in launching, and it really shows. Many, many business owners give up way too early in their launch. They get discouraged. They let low enrollment get the best of them, and then they don't feel like showing up the rest of their launch. We're not doing any of that here. We're going to keep the energy high throughout the entire thing, keep you motivated, excited, focused on the goal. You're going to have tons of support throughout this entire program. I'm going to walk you through if you need to host a masterclass or a free workshop, whether or not you need to do applications for your program, how to nail your sales calls. Oh my God, I fucking love sales calls. You can call them discovery calls, whatever you want to call them. How to close the deal with people. And we're going to talk all about selling out your offer. All of this inside 10 weeks. I'm so pumped for this. If you are wanting to learn how to stand out in a sea of people, how to really position your offer as the offer for your audience, Scale is for you. You can find out more by clicking that link in your email and enrollment will be open to the public in a week. So a week from today on the 7th, on the 14th, enrollment will open to the public and you'll be able to find that application. 
by enrolling off of the wait list, you'll secure your $200 discount and your bonus high energy healing session with me. Oh, I fucking love a high. I swear, every time I go in for a session for myself or for my clients, I'm just like, wow, I think I, I think we actually just learned more in 30 minutes to an hour than I could have in honestly like 16 weeks. So I'm really excited to be offering this as a supplement to business coaching because there is so, so much that we can do with inside these sessions. If you've got questions about anything, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at expandwithchelsea or send me an email at hello at expandwithchelsea.com. I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. I want to make sure that you are a perfect fit for this offer. And don't worry, I'll be teaching you how to make sure that your potential ideal client avatars are a perfect fit for your offer as well. That's really what we're looking for is a perfect fit on both sides. All right, let's start to dive into today's episode. So it's this topic of consistency. And the reason that I really wanted to talk about this is because I was noticing a lot of guilt, shame, bad feelings surrounding people feeling like they were a failure for not being able to stay consistent. Like there are just all of these external factors against them and it just made it really difficult for that person or business owner to stay consistent. Then they get down on themselves. And like I said in the beginning, it's just this negative cycle and spiral but when I really sat down to think about this and, you know, I'll use myself as an example, I really sat down and I was like, hmm, do I consider myself a consistent person? And I was like, you know what? I do. There are a lot of things that I'm not consistent with, but I know for a fact that I show up consistently inside my business, even though it's not necessarily something that I'm like, oh, on this week I do this, on this day I do this every single week. It doesn't necessarily look like that for me, but I still consider myself to be a very consistent person. And when I sat down to actually break that apart and what that looks like, I came up with six barriers that I've been able to overcome and help my clients overcome in order to stay more consistent. And this is kind of similar to one of those things like being productive, where we're not just going for more, more, more. We're not just like trying to be consistent to be consistent. Like there has to be a goal and a reason to this. And it's understanding that what is your why inside of all of this? I know that sounds really cliche and I know it sounds really lame, but it is really fucking important because if you don't actually remember your why, like you're, you're not going to be able to fool yourself. Your brain is going to be like, yeah, but I know this doesn't matter. So of course we're going to self-sabotage and we're not going to be able to be consistent because of this thing that we're trying to do that I'm trying to force myself to do, like I know it doesn't actually matter. So if you haven't taken any time inside of your business to sit down and write something like your mission statement or your why statement, this is your invitation to do so. It is super important because when you reconnect with that, you're going to reignite the fire and understand, holy shit, okay, this is why I was doing this in the first place. The points in my business where I start to get tripped up, I start to wonder and question, I start to let doubt and fear creep in, those are the points in time where I'm disconnected with my why where I forgot what my mission was. So revisiting that consistently, haha, we're going to use that as a pun, revisiting your mission statement and your why consistently is incredibly important. It will reconnect you with why you're doing the things that you're doing. All right, let's dive into number one. This is a big one. You know, if you don't listen to anything else in this episode, just listen to this first one. This is what I see constantly. Business owners are trying to put too much pressure on themselves. Straight up. 
You're trying to be everything to everyone. You're trying to be everywhere all the time. You're trying to operate like somebody else. And it just really kills me. It makes me so sad. It breaks my heart to see business owners trying to act out of alignment just because that's the way that they think they need to be or act in order to be successful, in order to get the things that they want. So if this is you, you feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, here's your permission slip to take an audit of everything that you're doing, every single task inside your business, inside your life. Do you like these tasks? Do you, you personally, do you need to be the one doing them? Here's full permission to stop doing the things that you do not like. I tell this all the time to my business owners. Okay, we're going to make four quadrants. You're going to draw a cross on your piece of paper, and here are where you're going to insert your tasks. And we're going to really figure out, here are the things that are priorities, and here are the things that are not, because it is really fucking hard to stay consistent with things that you do not like and you are not good at. So inside these four quadrants, you can name your first quadrant things that you like doing and you're good at them. These are the things that we enjoy doing. This is your zone of genius. This is the best spot to be in. Next one is going to be things that you like doing, but you're not really good at them. So for me, for example, that would be things like, I really like creating graphics on Canva, but I'm not necessarily good at it, and it takes me a fucking long time. Number three, your third quadrant would be things that you do not like doing, but you're good at them. (laughs) So these are the things that kind of feel like necessary evils a little bit. For me, that would be finding spelling mistakes and errors, essentially copywriting. Um, I know I'm good at writing, but I don't necessarily want to be doing it for myself all the time. So these, you can kind of start to see, these are some of the things that we start to outsource. And then that last quadrant, this is kind of like the red flag quadrant, but these are things that you do not like doing and you're not fucking good at them. So do we need to be doing these things? Really, really ask yourself this question. Take a hard look at this. Are you just telling yourself you need to do these things in this quadrant because you feel like you should or because you feel like you have to? That right there, just that language that I'm using automatically signals to, no, you probably don't need to be doing these things. So how can we start to remove the pressure you've put on yourself? How can we start to remove things off of your plate as a business owner so that it actually feels easier to stay consistent? Because if you're staying in your zone of genius, the more often that you stay in your zone of genius, the easier it's going to feel to stay consistent. For me, I know that when I set myself up well and I do the things that I like doing inside of my business, I'm going to be successful. I'm not going to have an issue staying consistent because I fucking love doing those things. So when I actually sat down to do this for myself last week, I listed all of the different activities inside of my business. And I really like doing this at least once a quarter because then that starts to give me clear ideas on what different tasks have I added to my plate that I haven't necessarily outsourced yet that I need help with. And it gives me a good idea of like, here's where I'm actually spending my time. Is this the best use of my time? Yes or no. And when I sat down to do this for myself, I actually also created a list of my energetic minimum and maximum. And I shared this as an Instagram post and it got a ton of engagement. A lot of people really loved this idea. So I'm going to share it here as well. So let's say, for example, you have a week where you're feeling on fire. You're like, I feel so good. I love connecting with people. I have all of this energy. I can do all of these things. That's your energetic maximum. Let's say you put out a ton of Instagram posts. You were able to write emails. You were able to record some podcast episodes, maybe some YouTube videos. You did all of the things. 
And then the next week you're like, whoa, uh, I feel like I got hit by a bus. I'm really fucking tired. There's no way I can produce the same amount of things that I did the week before. So maybe you have your priorities. Maybe you just take care of your current clients. You get on stories a little bit, and that's, that's what you do. That becomes your energetic minimum. So creating a range for yourself can be super freeing. You do not always need to be participating and outputting at the same level every single week over and over and over. That's not how you were designed. That is not how you were built. You are a fucking human. You are not a machine. (laughs) And giving yourself that permission to actually have a range in which you operate. For me, I know that my energetic minimum is I take care of my current clients. If nothing else gets done, that is my priority. Everything else beyond that is a bonus. There are weeks where I'm unstoppable. And I can get so much shit done. But it is unrealistic for me to expect that that will happen every single week. That would burn me out so quick. I wouldn't be here if I expected myself to operate at that level every single week. And asking yourself, you know what? If I'm not enjoying my business, if I'm not enjoying different parts of my business, when did things get so serious? I bet you didn't start working for yourself because you wanted to be stressed out and frustrated and super serious all the time? No, probably not. So give yourself permission to take some of that pressure off. Because at the end of the day, we're the ones putting the pressure on ourselves. It's not anybody else. We created the business, which means that you have the power to change it. You get to set boundaries. You get to change the way people interact with you. You get to change the way that you show up or don't. You get to mold it to what you want, what serves you best. Set yourself up for success. Okay, we're moving on to number two. A lot of people don't even know what their definition of consistency is. So if this is you and you're like, I guess I've just kind of been thinking of consistency as I need to do X, Y, Z, and you've never really taken time to sit down and think about it, I would honestly encourage you to sit down and write it out. Because if you try to keep this all in your head, you're never going to measure up. The bar is always going to be moving farther than what you're able to accomplish. So I really think of this as similar to with climbing. You know, I can achieve and I can do things and I can climb something of a certain grade and be like, cool, I did that. What's next? (laughs) But if I've never actually sat down to like say, hey, here are my goals. Here's what I'm going to be really proud of myself for doing. I'm never going to feel satisfied. I'm never going to feel fulfilled. And another part of this is we actually manage what we can monitor. So find a way to make it measurable. What does consistency mean to you? What is your energetic minimum? What's your energetic maximum? Write it out. Get clear on it. But then allow flexibility. Allow yourself to be a human. Things are going to happen. Unexpected life events are going to pop up. I know for me there were... A couple weeks there when I was wanting to go live every single week and I wanted to do it at the same time and day every single week for, I think it was like six to eight weeks. And (laughs) this is so funny thinking back on this because I'm like, of course it happened that way because I'm not meant to be consistent to a specific day and time. I'm really meant to take more aligned action. And that's, I think, what this entire time period was trying to teach me. But I swear to God, every time before I sat down to record and like hop on a live, something would fucking happen. To where I was like, oh my God, I feel emotionally drained, 
or I feel like I need to go put out these fires over here. And it was just really difficult for me to stay consistent with that time and day. And what I really took away from that was it's okay to have a different definition of consistency. Consistency for me with my podcast means, yes, I put out two episodes a week, but do I record at the same time every week? Absolutely not. Because if I were to say, hey, I'm going to record on Monday at 8 a.m., I can almost guarantee you Monday at 8 a.m. comes around. I'm not going to be feeling awesome. I'm not going to be in a great mood. (laughs) I'm not going to want to record because I've tried to box myself in too much. And I'm not allowing for aligned and inspired action. I'm not allowing for the inspiration to hit, for me to speak from the heart and soul. It's become too rigid. I can't operate within those parameters. Another thing that I really like to think of when it comes to definition of consistency is quality versus quantity. And I know it sounds really simple, but if you're just putting out content to put out content, why? Is it quality? Is that really what you want to be putting out into the world? Or are you just putting it out because you feel like you have to and you should because somebody else told you that that's what you needed to do in order to be successful? Let's instead think of this idea of potency. Is what I'm putting out there potent? I don't, for me personally, I don't give a shit how much Instagram content I put out there. If it's not potent, if it's not quality content, I'm not putting it out there. So if that means that I go two weeks without making a feed post, so be it. I'm still consistent because I'm staying true to myself. I'm staying true to this idea of potency over everything, quality over everything. So if I'm staying true to that, who's to tell me I'm not being consistent? The only person that's going to notice is you. You could probably take a couple weeks or months off of Instagram. And I don't know if anybody would notice. You know, maybe your close friends would send you like a text message or something wondering if you're okay. But you get to decide what your definition of consistency is, which is really, really exciting because you get to play around with that. I am so excited to announce one of the show's newest partnerships. This is a product or a line of products that I've been using for almost eight months now. And I am, I'm a total convert. I actually threw away all of my other skincare that I was using because this line is vastly superior. So when I first heard of Clear Stem, I was a little skeptical because, you know, it's like, face products and skincare, like it's so individual, whatever works for one person typically doesn't work for another person. So I was like, "Mm, eh, I don't know. I heard about it about a year ago and it took me a little bit to actually try the products. At the time I had some skincare that I was like, well, I guess it works okay. Like it's it's not the best, but my, my skin looks all right. It looks decent. So finally taking the leap to try out Clear Stem and yeah, I used it one time and I was like, okay, this is the thing. And I wanted to make sure that I gave it a very long trial run before bringing it and starting to recommend it to other people. It's super important to me to really stay in integrity. And this is just a line of products that I truly believe in. And I am literally like bursting at the seams to tell you about this. So Clear Stem, their whole gig is anti-acne and anti-aging in one. It's really difficult to find skincare lines that actually do both. Usually they focus on either one or the other. Another big thing with Clear Stem is they do not use any pore-clogging ingredients. So 
Most natural skincare lines use ingredients like coconut oil, they're using things like jojoba oil. You know, while those might be natural ingredients, they're actually pore clogging and they can cause breakouts and acne. That's one of the things that I love the most about ClearStem's website is you can actually go on and they have an entire list of pore clogging ingredients, which I was like, holy shit, okay, no wonder. <laughs> I've been using like all of these things. So all of their products are clear, no pore clogging ingredients, and you get those anti-aging benefits as well. So I wanna talk about one product specifically because I am obsessed. I've bought this product at least four times and I'm actually starting to buy it like in twos and threes when I go to buy it because I literally never wanna run out. I use this twice a day, I'm, I'm obsessed. It's okay, I, I can say it, I can admit, I have, I have an addiction to this problem. So it's their Clarity Serum. So this serum is perfect for use. You wash your face, then you apply a toner, then the serum. You wanna do it in that order so that the serum actually sinks in all the way and you actually get the most use out of it. And with this serum, you can actually use it once or twice. If you're gonna be using it twice, you put the first layer on, wait 10 to 15 minutes, and then put the second layer on. And the reason that I really love this product is it has turmeric, vitamin C, and mandelic acid. So what that does for you is it actually is smoothing, detoxifying, and brightening. This stuff smells so good. It smells so good. It feels so luxurious. Every time I put it on, I just close my eyes and I kind of just like sigh and sink into it. And it works so well. My skin looks absolutely amazing. I think my skin looks the best that it has in, I mean, honestly, forever. Um, I really beat my skin up a lot when I was younger. I spent way too much time in the sun, you know, trying to, trying to get that tan. I was like, oh, I don't care if my skin <laughs> looks like a piece of leather when I'm older. And I was swimming twice a day most of the time, so I really feel like I'm in a good place now. Though I cannot recommend their Clarity Serum enough. ClearStem has absolutely changed the game for me. I use all of their products. I am such a huge fan of them. And if you are wanting to try out anything from them, you can get 10% off of your order using the code Chelsea at checkout. All you have to do is go to clearstemskincare.com, pick out your products. Again, my number one picket. Like if you're only gonna get one thing, get the Clarity Serum. Use code Chelsea at checkout for 10% off and you know, I, I, you can blame me if you get addicted and obsessed with it. I, I'm a great scapegoat. You can blame me if I get you hooked on this. I absolutely love this product so much and I'm so excited to be bringing ClearStem into partnership and just really being able to talk about more of their products. I absolutely love their vitamin scrub as well. So I'm just really excited about this and I use this Clarity Serum twice a day, every single day. Be sure to tag me on Instagram if you get any of the products. I would absolutely love to see what you're trying out. Be sure to tag ClearStem as well. I am so excited about this and I hope you absolutely love these products as much as I do. Number three. Okay, this is a big one. I get tripped up in this all the time. You're not alone. But you're focusing on the outcome, not the process. I heard this from one of my mentors a couple of weeks ago, and it's really, really stuck with me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the key to everything, isn't it? <laughs> she said, you're going to have to find a way to fall in love with the process or you're going to end up hating it. And I was like, whoa, I've already figured that out with climbing. Now I need to apply it to my business. With rock climbing, if you are fucking hating every single attempt and burn that you put in and you're just resentful that you have to put so much effort into this 
Maybe you're training, maybe you're working out and you're not seeing those immediate gains. If you don't find a way to fall in love with every single individual session that you're doing, it's not going to feel good even when you reach your goal because you're always going to think that you're just not there yet, that you haven't achieved or accomplished enough. So you must find a way to fall in love with the process, fall in love with the journey, not just the destination. And I know that, again, like (laughs) we could go really meta on this, but the journey is the entire point. The down moments, the growth, the discomfort, the fucking stagnancy, all of it. Those are the moments where you have to recommit and say, you know what? This is part of it. Without this, I can't get there. I can't get to where I'm going. So I need to find a way fall in love with it. I need to find a way to be appreciative and thankful for these moments because this, at the end of the day, this is what will create my growth. And remembering that growth is not a linear process. It never fucking will be. I forget this all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta do more than I did last time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. In order to create more, sometimes you have to take that step back. It's like a boomerang. Pull it back far enough farther, 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 stretching, stretching, stretching. Then you let it go and it zooms forward and then it comes back. And that's the process that you repeat over and over and over again. So how can you, inside your business, find a way to fall in love with the process? How can you find a way to enjoy the quiet, the down moments, the moments of doubt and fear and anxiety. And I know that sounds hard and I know it sounds difficult, but it's kind of like when it's raining and all of a sudden you see that rainbow and you're like, damn, that thing's beautiful. The rainbow can't exist without the rain. Your growth and expansion can't exist without the discomfort and the pain. It's kind of like the price of admission. And knowing that those things will happen, we don't need to fear them. We can lean into the fact that we are resilient, we are resourceful, we will figure it out. We've never not figured it out before. You give yourself permission to enjoy the journey. Okay, number four. I kind of talked about this a little bit with number one. I kind of went on a rant there. (laughs) I'm really passionate about this, though. My whole thing is... I want you to feel as successful as possible as often as possible. Because when you really lean into that, when you really step into that embodied, I am a successful business owner, that's when you're going to start to see big shifts and big changes. Sometimes you got to do the thing to be the thing. So number four is you're not a machine, you're a human. Please remember that. Just like with training, with like being an athlete, where we build in rest time. We have different rest weeks. I know for me with training, I have deload weeks and I'm like, thank God. (laughs) I've got deload weeks when I need them. Taking extra rest days. I don't climb every day of the week. That's ridiculous. Absolutely not. I have performance phases within my training and it's the same thing inside my business. So why can I not approach my business like an athlete? Why do I expect myself to be performing at the same level week over week over week. It's just not realistic. I'm a human with lots of emotions, with lots of life experiences. 
and that's the way it's supposed to be. So how can I build more rest time into my business? Not just necessarily during the weeks. So yes, not working on the weekends. Sometimes I'll take days off during the week as well, depending on what I'm doing. But do you ever give yourself a rest week? Do you ever give yourself a lighter month? Especially before or after a performance phase. That could be potentially leading up to a big launch that you're having. This is one of the biggest concepts that has been really shifting the way that I've been thinking about my business lately. If I'm going to approach training like an athlete, how can I approach my business like an athlete? Where I'm setting myself up to perform when I need to and when I want to, and then giving myself permission to rest and recover during the other points in time so that I can perform again. So this really goes back to, honestly, number <laughs> number one, with doing those four quadrants and saying, what do I like? What am I good at? What do I not like? What am I not good at? Asking yourself, do you just have too much on your plate? Straight up. Like, I cannot tell you how many clients I've had this conversation with. I just had this conversation yesterday in my six-figure mastermind. If you can't build in rest for yourself, if you can't slow down inside your business, you have too much on your plate. You cannot pile more on until you take some of those things off. So what boundaries do you need to set? What do you need to say no to? What do you need to say yes but later to? Because if you're constantly keeping yourself busy and working, oof, it's going to catch up with you. I don't want it to. I want you to build in rest. I want you to be successful. Again, these are all tips and tools for you to set yourself up for success. Don't try to do it like other people. It's not going to work. Number five is you haven't made it a daily habit. So whatever it is for you, maybe it's posting to Instagram, maybe it's checking in with your clients, maybe it's getting comfortable showing up live, maybe it's creating reels. Okay, this is where I really actually do love things like 30-day challenges because they can really set you up in a good pattern and habit to where then you can take that and you can adjust it after those 30 days. Do I still want to do it in this capacity? Yes or no? What do I want to take away from this? If you're consistent day after day, it's going to make it so much easier for you to just, without thinking about it, put it into your daily schedule. I know for me, the only way that I was able to get consistent with going live when I felt like it, I do a lot of impromptu lives when I feel like it. I don't so much schedule things out anymore. But it was because I literally told myself, I was like, okay, every week at this time, I'm going live. (laughs) And I did free coaching Friday. Oh my God, this is so funny. I'm just remembering this now. I did free coaching Friday inside of my business for almost a year. Every single Friday at noon, free coaching Friday. The only way that I built up the confidence to do what I do now is through that. And I committed to it for a really long time. I sent out an email called the Sunday Send every Sunday for a year and a half. It was almost two years inside of my business. It was building up that habit, building up that muscle. Now I feel really confident sending out emails. My emails are kick-ass. I love them. So making things a daily habit, choosing what's important to you, prioritizing. Not everything needs to be a daily habit. Again, going back to that audit, what is on my plate that doesn't need to be on this? What do I want to prioritize? What do I want to monitor? and manage and measure so that I can actually see that I'm making improvements and I'm being successful 
in these habits that are important to me and going from there. Okay, number six, you know I had to bring this in. (laughs) This is my favorite one. You don't have the right support. And as a business owner, doing it alone and trying to DIY it, I've been there, I've done that. It's fucking hard. It's, It's incredibly hard, I swear. Being a business owner is like the one-way ticket to self-development land where you're like, oh my God, <laughs> every every day is a new adventure, you know, which is really exciting and I love it. But when you don't have anybody to talk to and you don't have anybody to ask questions to, oh, yikes. For me, this is why I have my mentors. This is why I work with so many different women that can hold space for me and I can ask them questions. I can share with them and let them know what's going on with me, what I need support with. And just being around people that get me and understand where I'm at and they've built what I want to build allows me to shortcut that process. I don't need to spend weeks and months learning something when I just have somebody. I I have a coach and a mentor that I can just ask, hey, how did you do this? What guidance can you give me in this direction? What are you seeing that I'm missing? What can I implement that would be really helpful for me inside my business? So I can't stress this enough. Having support is key. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even be here in this podcast speaking to you if I wouldn't have had support building my business. I am so thankful to the mentors and the coaches that I've worked with. And I'm really proud of myself for making those investments because, I mean, every single time it was scary. Every investment I've ever made was scary, but I set the intention that with this investment, I make back tenfold what I invested. And every single time I've done that, it's been true. Every single time it's come back tenfold, if not more. So I hope that these six reasons were really helpful for you. I'm going to run through that list again in case you need a little loving reminder. I also pulled some cards prior to this episode, so I'm going to read those as well. But it's going to feel really hard to stay consistent if you are putting too much pressure on yourself. It's kind of like feeling overwhelmed where you're like, oh my god, I have so many fucking things to do. And then you just end up sitting there. And you end up doing other things or watching Netflix. I do that all the time. But that's because I'm literally putting too much pressure on myself and I have too much to do. Number two is you don't even know what your definition of consistency is. So get clear on that first. Number three is you're focusing on the outcome not the process. How can we learn to fall in love with the process? Number four is you're not a machine. You are a human. You're a human being with a full range of emotions and life experiences. Honor that. Number five is you haven't made it a daily habit. Find a way to challenge yourself. Yes, push and expand yourself, but make sure there are things that are actually moving the needle forward for you, things that are actually going to move your business forward. And number six is you don't have the right support. Find yourself a coach or a mentor or a community that gets you, that understands where you're at, that can support you, that you can ask your questions to so that things don't have to take so long. There is something that we have to talk about. Okay, we are almost three years into this pandemic now. I know you're feeling a little bit stressed out. It's that residual underlying what the fuck is going on. I'm here to tell you, though, I've actually found one of the best solutions for stress and anxiety. I absolutely adore my CBD from Ned. This is 
full spectrum CBD oil. So none of that lab isolate. Whenever you hear anybody say, just CBD, run. That's, that is your indicator that nope, that is made in a lab. There's usually harsh chemical solvents that are involved in order to isolate that from the rest of the plant. You really want full spectrum hemp. All of these components work together to fully support your endocannabinoid system. So our endocannabinoid system, this is what runs our entire body. Think of it like this. Our endocannabinoid system, it's like a waiter with all the plates and cups in, its, in their hand. They're waiting and they're like, I don't, I don't know where to bring these. Somebody needs to give me direction. And the cannabinoids that we find in full spectrum hemp, this is what directs the waiter. This is what says, you need to go here. You need to do this. We need support over there. The cannabinoids support the system and remind our endocannabinoid system how to do its job, therefore fully strengthening your system against things like stress. So the reason that I love this full-spectrum hemp oil so much is that it literally only has two ingredients. So with Ned full-spectrum hemp oil, you have three different strength levels. You have 300, 750 milligrams, and then 1,500 milligrams. I've been bouncing back and forth between the 300, and recently I've actually bumped it up to the 750 milligrams. I just like feeling a little bit more zened out and calm. You take this twice a day, once in the morning, and once at night. And the really fucking special thing about Ned that I really, really love is the way that they make their product, the way that they source it. Their facility is only four hours away from where they grow the product so that the product isn't really traveling that far in order to then be turned into this hemp oil. They also grow the plants in a way that is actually supportive of long-term sustainability of the soil. It's a very biodynamic practice. If you keep continuing to plant the same crops in the same soil, it depletes the nutrients and it's not going to be as effective. It's really not good for the planet. These are hand-picked plants. They don't use industrial machines to pick the plants. There's no pesticides, mold, or any heavy metals from the water. They do all third-party testing. Everything is organic. That's super important when you're looking at hemp oil or at CBD. I used to work as a manager in the vitamins department at a grocery store, and I cannot tell you how many really bad products we were carrying. I would look at them and just be like, oh my God, I hope nobody buys these. Like, please don't buy these. Anybody that asked me about CBD or about full spectrum hemp, I always pointed them to the products that were full spectrum and organic, super, super important. And the reason that I love this product so much is that I actually get to take time when I'm taking the CBD in the morning and at night to say things like affirmations, set my intention, it reminds me to take a pause from the busy rest of my day. And I really like this as, I mean, honestly, it's an act of resistance to hustle culture. Like, fuck no. I'm going to take 30 seconds and hold this product under my tongue and repeat affirmations to myself as a little reset. And then I'm going to go about my day in a way that feels much better. So if you want to try out any of Ned's products, I have all of them. <laughs> I have literally every single one. I've tried everything. My all-time favorites are the Daily Blend. I take that every single day. 
I absolutely love their balance blend. That is really great for supporting your cycle for female hormones. I take that the week before and during my cycle, and then I take this daily blend on the other two weeks. So I switch back and forth between the two. But if you want to try any of Ned's products, you can use the code EXPAND for 15% off. Again, finding hemp and CBD that you trust is really important. I've done my research and this is the best product that I can find out there. Absolute best. I've been so happy with it. I have everything on auto ship so that I never run out of anything. I know you're absolutely going to love these products. If you do place an order, be sure to tag me when you get it. I'd love to see what you got. And I can't wait to see how you're enjoying your new full spectrum hemp. All right, card pulls. These were really good. I pulled two cards. So the first one is from the Spirit Animal Oracle deck. And I was reading this card and I was like, mm, I don't know. Does this, does, is this really relevant? And as I read through it a little bit more, I was like, okay, yeah, it definitely is. So I pulled, it's card number 63 and it's Vulture Spirit. It says, nothing is wasted. So the description for this card says, what seems hideous has its own beauty. And the recycling and repurposing the vulture does is as important as any other activity in nature that supports the cycle of life. Vulture Spirit's message is that nothing is to be wasted, for nature sees value in everything that exists. What seems rotten and ugly has the potential to be transmuted into something beautiful. And yet you are reminded that any suffering you have experienced has not gone to waste. Wisdom and understanding that arose from the experience are talismans that will serve you on your journey wherever you go. What is decaying is only changing form and will fertilize seeds you wish to plant, turning that which has passed away into the substance that will support new growth. All that you might wish to deny or discard has value and can be repurposed and reintegrated into the new you that you are beginning and the new life that you are dreaming into being. No pain was in vain and no experience was wasted. For you have the power to use it to co-create something for better. This is the miracle in your partnership with spirit. Do you wish you could run away from your past or deny your mistakes? Not so fast, says Vulture Spirit. You have gained something valuable from the experience. Let your grief or anger move through you, and soon your emotions will transform. For you will come to see that you have learned and grown. The alchemy of transformation is a gift from spirit, so never disown what embarrassed, disappointed, or shamed you. It will soon be a source of great wisdom and strength as you work with the magic that allows miracles to be created out of sadness and beauty to arise from ugliness. Vulture Spirit wants you to know that you embody beauty and the alchemical transformation of the past is happening already. Hang in there. You are so loved and so much beauty is waiting to come out of all of this. I absolutely love this message and it was really that last part that hit home with me that you know myself included so many of us are trying to ignore the fact that maybe we made mistakes or we do have a lot of shame and guilt instead of transmuting that into growth into learning into being thankful for those experiences so the other card that I drew is from the work your light deck from Rebecca Campbell I love this deck. I use it daily. This card is the Align Your Life card. It says, what is not aligned or needs to change. 
And I mean, honestly, this couldn't have been a more perfect card <laughs> if I would have just gone and hand plucked it out of the deck. So the description for this card says, what in your life is no longer in alignment with who you truly are? We are cyclic beings in a constant state of change, of evolution, of growth. Change is one of the only certainties of life. When you resist your cyclic nature, you resist life and feel stuck. Many of us have learned to be who the world wants us to be. But there comes a time when it is harder to hold on to this facade than it is to embrace who we truly are. To surrender to how we have changed and align life to that way of being. If you pulled this card, you are being called to let go of who you once were or the things that you once defined yourself by. The job, the relationship, and the mask you wore. And to embrace who you truly are now. To courageously step into the person that you came here to be in full authenticity. To embrace your weirdness and your uniqueness. Perhaps you have outgrown some relationships or circumstances, and it is time to reassess and bring all the parts of your life into alignment so that they are congruent with who you truly are today. The question here says, what in your life is not aligned or needs to change? I'm just going to let that card sink in for a sec. If you're not in alignment, it's going to feel really hard to stay consistent. You're not in alignment, it's going to feel hard to keep up with the pressure and the box that you've put yourself in. What can you let go of? What needs to change? All right. Hopefully those cards really resonated with you. I think they, they really hit home with me and really put things in perspective that in order to make a change, we have to implement the change. We have to initiate it we continue to do things the way that we've done them, we're going to get the same results. So if you are loving the podcast and have not yet left a rating and a review, I'm going to incentivize you in just a little bit more. I've got a, I've got a really juicy, <laughs> juicy announcement. I've, I've said this before on the podcast, but I've got an amazing giveaway happening right now for all the listeners of the podcast. You'll win over $400 worth of products from my favorite companies like Organifi, ClearStem, Ned, Four Sigmatic, a few amazing books that I absolutely adore, an Oracle deck, my first ever one. I'm giving this all away in a mega giveaway bundle to one lucky listener. All you have to do to enter to win is go leave a review on iTunes. That's it. That's all you have to do to enter. If you left a review prior to 2022, all you have to do is go back in and update your review and you'll be entered to win. I'll be choosing a winner in just about a week. So the giveaway is closing soon. If you want to see full details on what you can win inside of the giveaway, head to the link in the show notes. You'll be able to see my Instagram post with everything linked there. I'm so fucking pumped. I love all of these companies. So excited to be giving away full-size products of so many of my favorite things that I use every single day, multiple times a day. You're going to love it. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next episode.